0: In this podcast we explore the world of bootleg turkey the unofficial unauthorized and often illegal versions of this popular dish we'll talk to chefs food bloggers and everyday people who have tasted this delicious alternative and find out why it's become so popular we'll also take a look at the history of bootleg turkey and try and answer the question is it really as good as the real thing (laughs) what the fuck was that (laughs) that's the synopsis of what of bootleg turkey written by ai right what do you think of that jumping on that train are we yeah um i mean it was good it sounded really good but it wasn't quite what we do i only missed a few beats but is it what we should be doing i'm not I'm opposed, opposed to it is there a thing such as bootleg turkey i don't know actually um i was going to google it but i think we know what happens if you yeah. eat bootleg turkey. It's not good, is it? No. Um, pour one out for those last But <laughs> <laughs> if they had have done that, they'd be right. They'd been fine, yeah. That's the thing. For those listening, um, which is everyone, <laughs> <laughs> um, just Google bootleg turkey. Sometimes it's us. Uh, very occasionally, uh, the top story, however, is something to do with illegal bootleg alcohol. During a prohibition in Turkey, I think that killed a lot of people, yeah, and we barely had any involvement in that, did we really allegedly, yeah, I don't think that works, but <laughs> allegedly we had no involvement <laughs> allegedly uh you didn't even say the word allegedly would right? <laughs> Alleg- we Alleg- Alleg- <laughs> allegedly he was would we Good, yeah, okay, so. But I mean, you know, not bad for an AI. Attempt. It's not bad. I think if you give it a bit more context, feed yeah. it a bit more of an understanding, it might might get there. Well, I did feed the AI some other bits okay. that I thought might be interesting. So obviously, last last week's episode, um, and it was literally last God, week. It was exactly seven mm, days to ago, the to the minute. minute. Um, we did the uh, Willy's Wonderland movie yeah. with Nicolas Cage. So I thought, what about if we had a plot outline for a movie starring Nicolas Cage about turkeys?
1: Love what it. What would that look like?
0: Gobble, gobble. Let me hit you with it. A Nicolas Cage movie about turkeys would be a quirky, offbeat comedy in the vein of the bird cage. Okay. Have you heard of that? No. Me neither. Cage would play a down on his luck turkey farmer. Bird who... cage. <laughs> That's good. Is that his brother? It must be, yeah. <laughs> Cage would play down on his luck turkey farmer. A... <laughs> <laughs> what would be up on your luck? Yeah, if I do Do people want turkeys or not? Yeah. What, what luck is involved? I don't know. Well, maybe you find out in the film. Down yeah. on his luck turkey farmer who, in a last ditch effort to save his farm, enters his turkeys into a national turkey judging contest. <laughs> Hilarity ensues as Cage and his turkeys attempt to outwit the competition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd watch that. I'd gobble that up. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's your colour kind of thing, I think.
1: Yeah,
0: it is, actually. I'd love that. I love The Birdcage, so that makes sense. What well, is the? Is that real? No. Let's have a look. cage. Oh, yeah, it is. 1996 film. <sighs> Tell you what. Nathan Lane, Robin Williams... Hank Azaria, Gene Hackman. That's a good cast. Big. It's not actually about birds at all, I don't think. Oh, it's not about, like, gay cabaret or something, is it? (laughs) I don't know. It's, uh, yes, it's exactly about gay cabaret. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate guess from you, though. (laughs) Almost as if you'd read it. Well, no, it's just, it's because it's the movie that came out, uh, when I was, like, the year I was born, so... (laughs) <laughs> what relevance? what well, so mum, um you know, like sometimes like for your a birthday of your life, so someone will get you like a newspaper clipping from your birthday, actual birthday. Yeah. Um and I've got one that's got a review of the birdcage in it. That's brilliant. While mum was pregnant with you, she like played through speakers mm. like into her into her belly, like yeah, yeah, the like clips from the, the movie, so you yeah. could get into it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's very cool actually. Mm-hmm. And then I tried another one. So uh, we were worried in the last episode about our turkey mascot character, Miss Bugle Arm Bugle. compared to uh, Falcon Leghorn, and so the you know the lawsuits that would follow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Miss, Miss Bugle Arm Bugle—it's a property of its own. Mm-hmm. And so I said, write a synopsis for a children's cartoon called okay. Miss Bugle Arm Bugle. I thought, okay. what better way of getting away from it? Yeah, getting away from the controversy, than and having to our own cartoon. Right it. Yeah. Yeah. So, here it is. Miss Bugle and Arm Bugle are two bugs who live in a tree. Not the direction I thought I was going in. No. But, okay, I'm here for it. They have adventures and learn about life and friendship. Mm. So, quite basic, but you get the idea. Is that it? That's it so far. Okay. But then I did say, write some dialogue. Okay, great. Um, So, do you want to play Arm Bugle? Are you dead set on Miss Bugle? I am for this to work, yeah. I'll be Arm Bugle. You be Arm Bugle. So, you're... Your line is, I don't know what. I don't know what. Okay, all right. Have you got that? I don't know what. Do you want yeah. to write it down? No. Okay. So this is the dialogue, episode one, Mist Bugle Arm Bugle. So I'm Miss Bugle. Hey, Arm Bugle, what do you call a bug with a broken leg? What? I don't know. <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> Sorry. Read the lines as written. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, carry we're, on. Just, we're really looking for it to not be yeah. you know, too much improvisation at this point. If you got it, really stick. To got it, it, got it, got it. Forward, I'm just used to working with directors who, you know, give us a few cuts and to make it our own, you know, and then they sort of pick the best one. Okay, but well, let's let's get one as written as and just written. see how that got it, how that reads. Okay. Hey, arm bugle. What do you call a bug with a broken leg? If we could just. <laughs> If we could just get the one. I don't know what that noise is supposed to be. They are bugs, remember, not turkeys. Yeah, no, I know. But I thought, give it a bit of personality. Bugs don't talk like we do. True, yeah. So, But it's, it's a cartoon aimed at human children, not, not bug children. Okay. So it could, would be really useful if we could understand it. So by way of getting away from Looney Tunes, we've made a cartoon about bugs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? Two bugs who live in a tree. Okay, yeah. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Maybe. Okay. All so right. instead of as written, Looney Tunes, we're going to get cease and desist from the yeah. makers of Okey Doke. Yes. Quite possibly. Yes. Yeah. Um, if there is such a thing that exists mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. So let's give it one more go. One more go. Just, see what, I've it, got this. just yeah. see what it's like. Hey, Arm Bugle. What do you call a bug with a broken leg? I don't know. What? A cripple bug. Now... Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Wait, hang on. So, chat GBT can't do irony or sarcasm because it be it could be deemed offensive and they don't want to do that. Yeah. And yet they can do this. Yeah. So, th- what that tells you is they think that's a perfectly fine thing to say. These AI things. What was the setup again? Uh, Hey, Arm Bugle, what do you call a bug with a broken leg? Oh, my God. It's not even a pun, No. is it? no. It's just ableist yeah and this is for children remember and that's what bugs me Mm. so i think we'll have to just maybe can that for now until we can we can work out the direction we want to take it in because that is that's filth Mm. to be honest yeah i mean a script about bugs that are ableist is a can of worms that i don't want to open yeah even saying can of worms might be might be discriminatory towards worms. I mean, yeah, because they surely don't want to be thinking about their loved ones being canned. No. They probably don't. They don't live in cans. You know, that's probably not a comparison that they that they would relate to. That's a field of worms that I don't want to open. Yeah. Yeah. So Good. I guess... Thank you for what using learned... inclusive language. Yeah, it's not know. that hard, is it, it, really? It's the least I can do, really. I think what we've learned here is that AI has not quite evolved to the the inclusive level that humans hold ourselves to. Yeah, um, that's the message, really. That's the message. And then let's move on from that. The last thing I've got here is, obviously, this is a podcast, Bootleg Turkey, about movies. Mm. But what if there was Bootleg Turkey, the movie? Okay. I'm what would that this. be like? Yeah. Now, here is the synopsis. When two estranged brothers have to come together to save their family's Thanksgiving dinner, they find out that they have more in common than they thought. Together they cook up a plan to get a hold of a turkey, and they end up having a Thanksgiving they will never forget. Now again, quite basic, but I thought, what if we ask it to come up with a cast list for this movie? I was imagining it was us. Well... Oh, okay. You'd Sorry. like to think that, wouldn't Jumping you? Jumping the gun, am I? Here we go. Well, maybe. I mean, if you think you can play yourself, if you think you've got the range, I was going to play you. you. Oh, okay, that's fine then. So, bear in mind that the synopsis says it's about two estranged brothers. Mm-hmm. So, here's the number one on the cast list: Reese Witherspoon as the lead, <laughs> as she has the perfect mix of southern charm and wit. <laughs> so that's been thrown out the window immediately. <laughs> this does tend to happen, though, like a book uh is written that's really amazing and then Hollywood casts it and instead of having two brothers it's it's two it's it's a woman and a non-binary person. Okay. So following on from that then so we've got Reese Witherspoon who's apparently the lead even though it's two estranged brothers. Owen Wilson as her love interest as his <laughs> la- <laughs> as his laid back demeanor would be a perfect match for her. So here we go. Reese Witherspoon, Owen Wilson. That's a good start. You didn't use ChatGPT for this, did you? you yeah, You used some shit hooky copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bootleg yeah. version. Next one. Steve Carell as the wacky best friend, as his humour would be a perfect addition to the film. Because of his southern charm. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got southern charm. We've got a laid-back <laughs> demeanour. Yeah. A bit of Steve Carell. Kirsten Vig as the sassy sister. As her comedic chops would be a perfect fit. There's a lot of comedic chops so far, isn't there? Probably it, too many. I think it works if it's um, Owen Wilson and Steve Carell as the brothers, and then you've got love interest Reese Witherspoon, and you've got sister Kirsten Wig. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that would almost be enough, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As M- Brian Cranston as the no-nonsense father, as yeah. his stern demeanor would be a great foil to the rest of the cast. I, well, I'm not. I don't disagree, but is he that much older than Steve Carell? Is he meant to be Steve Carell's dad? No. He can't be everyone's dad. Oh, whose dad is he? Right. Reese Witherspoon's of? the lead. Owen Wilson's the love interest. Steve Carell, the wacky best friend. Oh, yeah. Of which one? Of both of them. Right. Kirsten Vig as the sassy sister. So I guess we're assuming Kirsten Wig is Reese Witherspoon's sister. Is it Vig? Is it, what is it? Vig? I thought it was Wig. Wig. It's got two eyes in it, though. So it's more like a Vig sound, <laughs> isn't it? Wig. What did, what did you say? Wig. Kirsten Wieg. What is, is it I V? I don't know. I'm just, you know, taking a bit of creative direction with it. Ask ChatGPT how to pronounce Wieg. We'll do that after. So, and then Brian Cranston, he's the father, so I'm guessing that's Reese Witherspoon's father. Yeah. Next one, Anna Kendrick as the quirky daughter, as her offbeat humour would be a perfect fit. Daughter of whom? I don't know. Okay. And another type of humour here. we got comedic chops. <laughs> <laughs> offbeat humour. Did we say it was a comedy? Uh, I didn't actually in the first prompt, but Just you know they're cooking that. up a plan to have a Thanksgiving they'll never forget, yeah. which is you know hilarity ensues, doesn't it? <laughs> hilarity ensues, yeah. Of course yeah. It John Goodman as the lovable neighbor, as his easygoing nature would be a great addition to the cast. Yeah. So we've got the neighbor. Still not seen the brothers too much. They're I estranged. A, estranged from the film at this point. Yeah. Uh, but an all-star cast, you know. I mean, it's excellent. If we could get all those people, I'd maybe switch about. Who's playing what? But yeah, that yeah. yeah. John Ham as the sleazy used car salesman, as his smarmy charm would be perfect for the role. Which role? So I don't remember. There's nothing really about used car salesman. We would there. have that to. Be a... I think we would have to buy a car because the turkey is like on the west coast and we're on the east, and we've got to drive to pick it up. Yeah. And so we've got to go to John Ham to buy the car, and yeah. he's trying to upset us, bloody John Ham, because he's sleazy, oh, charm, smarmy. Uh, And then end ends up him coming with us. Yeah. Because he falls asleep in the boot or something. It's a bit kind of Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Type. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Couple more. James Corden as the bumbling sidekick. His goofy humour would be a perfect fit. I'm out. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm out. I'm not sure where that's come from. No, I'm, I'm completely out. You've completely taken me out of this. Yeah. If he's involved, I'm not attached to this movie. No, I mean, that's fair. So just scratch that from the record, please. Okay. One more. Maybe we can bring it back. Yeah. Give it some legitimacy. Go on. Judy Dench as the sultry British love interest. <laughs> her unmatched elegance would be a great addition to the film. Love interest for who? Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> She's going out with Owen Wilson. Well remembered. Yes. Love interest. One of the love interests, I guess. Oh, is, too. is she, she Polly? Could be. So, so long it's... came Polly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it's. You Know a love triangle type thing, but also wacky best friend and no brothers, no <laughs> brothers involved. Your it's just called No, no Brothers.
1: The, <laughs> sisters the, brothers.
0: <laughs> the two brothers, maybe the two brothers are played by us, then maybe that's why. Oh, and they're just the rest of them, maybe. Yeah, so it's Brian Crunts. Who's whose dad is Brian Crunston? Is It's our dad. It could be, couldn't it? I think he could play. No, but with it that says Reese well. Witherspoon is the lead. No, maybe it was lead. <laughs> <laughs> She's the lead. <laughs> is that the lead in the petrol for the used sales car? car yeah, Because yeah, yeah. he's he's sleazy, so yeah. he's not. He's an unleaded. So the fuel in the car is voiced by reese witherspoon yeah so it's like cars then mm. or like night rider yeah because it does say mix of southern charm and wit. that is what um. you'd want from a car isn't that's it? that's what you'd want from a car because so it would have to be witty it is starting to come together i'm kind of liking it other than the james Corden bit i'm liking it very much if we can get all these people on board which it sounds like they are on board i mean james Corden. to be honest do we need a bumbling sidekick if you've already got a wacky best friend even if we didn't have a wacky best friend, I, I wouldn't want him. Well, no, of course not. Who would you replace him with? I'd go for James Acaster. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, James Corden's out, but we're happy with the others. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Interesting. We'll see where that goes. More, more as it develops. All right, welcome. We're, we're in. This is the normal bit now. Oh, that we've the, come up with ourselves. The, listen.
1: To... <laughs>
0: just by the way we're speaking you know this is the normal bit yeah, now this laid back yeah. this is it yeah this is the podcasty bit um yeah so i'm joe joined as always by jacob how are what you what up yeah chill man chill daddy yeah boy so this is brick like turkey what really is the point of it you think for me it's all to do with exploring illegal meats <laughs> Um, Do you want a genuine? It's about exploring illegal meats, but through the medium of film, isn't it? Really, in a way. (laughs) It's um, yeah. It's you know, you know the film Chef. Yeah, I've seen it, but okay, you should watch it. Really, yeah. Okay, (laughs) just wait there then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, where he kind of. So john favreau obviously directs it john ham john, <laughs> john's ham he, he films john's ham no john favreau and the comedic chops are they delicious <laughs> they do sound good yeah um john favreau directed this movie right and uh, i think his main intention with it was to put food as the protagonist you know ah. the the main character the focal point of that movie is the food so he really shows how to make these amazing dishes um, and I think that's what we have really done well with our show is that the food and the movies and our podcast have become this love triangle <laughs> where we have put you the listener in the middle you are the focal point of our podcast really drivel is the main character isn't it this <laughs> Drivel, yeah. Yes, drivel and a little bit of comedic jus on the side. Mm. Does comedic jus go well with comedic chops or is that too much? No, it it does. But you, you have to have something tart to take away from that as well. So um, a little bit of um, uh, pickled John ham would be good with that. Mm. Yeah. Sprinkling of wacky best friend, perhaps. Mm. Only if it's got southern charm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, oh, my mouth's watering just mm. thinking about it. To Me honest. too. Um, so through the medium of film, mm. we're, we're watching films, essentially, aren't we? And trying essentially. to see how many times we think we would die if we were the main character in that film. How many times during that movie do we think we'd stop and eat turkey? Yes. Not real turkey. Illegal turkey. legal meats that chefs and bloggers Wait, talk about. I've got one here. Go on. Illegal tender Like chicken tenders Yeah That's good That's good Yeah Episode name Do you get turkey tenders though? Or not? We talked about this before We're just We always come back to the same topics I think we don't know enough about turkey Because in the UK I know we've got a load of overseas listeners Certainly in America um, <laughs> United States of You guys over there You love your turkey You have it a lot You go <laughs> You've got Thanksgiving, you've got Christmas, other times you have turkey. Whereas really in the UK, we have it at Christmas. No one's really that excited by it here, I don't think. No, it's, it's not. Well, we have turkey dinosaurs. We've talked about that before. Bernard Matthews yes. was really flying the flag for turkeys mm. in the UK. But mm. other than that, it's limited, isn't it? Yeah, Bernard Matthews is, the, is, yeah, he's the one. But other than that, I mean, I can't say I've had turkey. And maybe we had it at Christmas, but we don't even have it at Christmas all the time. I don't think. Well, maybe we do. But... I think we probably do. But turkeys are part of like American history, aren't they? Because if you remember, the Pilgrims were turkeys with small hats. Of course, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not a massive. No, I think that. It, but and they, I think that's right. And yeah. I think they signed the Declaration of Independence with a turkey quill. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. All right. So we've kind of explained what we do there. Um, Today's movie, (laughs) now that we've succinctly described the the premise. I'm glad that this is the finale of season one. Yeah. Because we can really cut out the chaff for season two because no one has a clue about what we're doing in season one. So if we just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. And really start fresh next time. The lost tapes. Yeah, yeah, they should be lost. Yeah, but there you go. This is. I've got the <laughs> hard rain. This is hard rain. Then no, we don't do that bit yet. What? <laughs> <laughs> You've jumped ahead. Sorry, doesn't seem like you have because we've been going forty minutes, <laughs> but. <laughs>
1: okay sorry yes gone
0: we're we're not done okay i'm sweating yeah with anticipation okay so hard yeah hard rain and actually we couldn't find this could we on the the, the streaming platform no weirdly enough this isn't hosted anywhere um because we were going to do it as maybe episode four i think um and in the end we couldn't so i ended up buying it from somewhere amazon maybe can't remember uh it came one pound, it says on the box. Okay. was how, not that cheap. How much did you pay? Four pound, I think. Four. 400% markup. Unbelievable, isn't it? Um, but clearly, you know, it's a good DVD. It's a bit old and tattered. It looks a bit water damaged, which is about right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did that on purpose. I reckon so. More resale value. <laughs> this DVD was actually in the movie. If you look really hard, you can see the DVD case yeah. floating around behind Mini Chrysler. Um, what's her, right? Yeah. She's actually not mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> She's like the second oh no, no, she is. There's only four characters in it, but they point blank. Yeah. Is that that's the movie with Carnu and First Point Break. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because Mini Driver's in gross point blank. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. it's different. Different, clearly. What about net point blank? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know enough about the difference to make a joke there. No. (sighs) Rubbish. It's annoying. Um, Anyway, so yeah, good movie. We had to get it on DVD, so we've got it forever now. Or alternatively, for one of you lucky listeners out there, maybe we'll do a, a... prize or something and we'll sign it or yeah. something or create one idea we were thrown about is create a new sleeve for it. So we'll do a cartoon eyes and make it look like Miss bugle arm bugle. Are we really dead set on calling it miss bugle arm bugle? It's kind of now become a thing, but I think we need, need a better name for him. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not set in stone. I okay. submit any of the paperwork. Or anything, okay. Good. So. Yeah. All right. Um, TBC. It's not a concept to me that children get named before they are born really. Or yeah. sometimes they're born and then named like very quickly. Because you don't like how do you know they're ever going to grow into that name? But well, then when should you do it? Or you think you should have breakpoints where like they get to a certain age and you go, well let's change it now because you're more of a you're more of a missed bugle than a arm bugle. <laughs> you're more of a missed bugle than a paw. <laughs> 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 At that point, child protective services <laughs> definitely get <laughs> <laughs> old, aren't they? He's, and where is Little Miss Bugle? He's really more <laughs> of a Miss bugle these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I don't get it. Anyway, that wasn't the point. Um, what about um, TBC? So I was just thinking then, like, the name is TBC, but what if it was TBC, like, like Thomas. Oh, I think meant like Thomas Barker Chamberlain or something. Could be. <laughs> Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Barker Chamberlain. It sounds like a preppy douchebag, but would go far in life. Yeah. um, Thomas Barker Chamberlain. How do you do? <laughs> Thomas Barker Chamberlain. i the cartoon turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can we call him Thomas Barker Chamberlain? That's what we were talking about, wasn't it? I was just talking about my son. Right. But if you want to talk about a turkey, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either way is fine. Right? I kind of want to call him Thomas Barker Chamberlain. Yeah, I kind of do. Certainly for this week. Yeah, we'll change it. Well, you know, that's the whole point. So you're talking about giving that DVD maybe away as a prize, but can you sell it? Is there any features, any reason why someone (laughs) would want it? Yeah, you know, oftentimes when you're like watching something on Netflix and you're like, I kind of miss the days where I had the disc because it had some features (laughs) on it, like some commentary (laughs) or behind the scenes or something. And let me tell you, this very much invokes the netflix experience in that sense doesn't it yeah absolutely because there's shit all and <laughs> what they what there is and i will give it this much it does have three languages it's got english castellano and Netherlands. <laughs> now <laughs> if you click on any of them great sends you through to the menu now oh no what's happened oh no we're watching it again oh no i mean we'll be back watched it yet have we watched it I don't know. There was a a continuity issue in the last episode, I noticed, because we do the letter at the start in the intro. And then during the main bit, we talk about that last week is when we got the letter. I hate it when there's continuity errors. I hate it when there's continuity errors. So the f- the DVD's good. It just crashed. Yeah, it will do that from time to time. But other than that, really good experience. It's got three languages, two of which don't exist. No, we uh, haven't got there yet. Hold on, hold on. Let no, get. Is it playing the fucking thing again? Oh no! Chapter title four. Hold on, let me go to the top menu. Basically, I don't think we we ever realised how good we had it with Netflix until I put a DVD in again because they're fucking shit. <laughs> they're so clunky yeah and there's a really annoying thing where like you're on the menu and it just starts playing the movie and i don't know why it feels like it should do that but anyway so you've got english castellano and netherlands now you go on there and then if you have a look at oh for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) it's playing again so that's this is like one of those live tech demos or when you're sharing your screen at work and just things aren't working yeah when you're showing your screen at work and Hard Rain starts playing, <laughs> oh my! God, I'm so sorry, everyone. Sorry, guys. This is not the PowerPoint I thought it was going to be. But yeah, so you get onto the main menu. Then you've got trailer. Why, after you've bought a DVD, do you want to watch the trailer? Maybe, actually, maybe that was a thing because you know now you like you no. looking for on. Um... <laughs> you know now you know existence. Um. Oh yeah. Oh no, now yeah yeah yeah. You yeah. know like modern day you oh yeah where, you know how we are we you know where we live now yeah yeah well not that oh. but before uh no now <laughs> no wait, when
1: is it i, I think it's tomorrow <laughs> when
0: when now when you want to watch a film you don't when just watch now? the film do you you don't just watch the film i you do go, let's watch a trailer i don't watch trailers i hate them I've seen you watch a trailer. We've watched trailers here. For this, yeah. for this purpose, when I'm watching movies myself, I don't watch trailers. All right, not you then. So, you know, not you, but also now. It's fucking playing again. Yeah. So, people so not now. watch trailers, don't they? Sometimes. Well, now. Uh, well, I guess it's slightly in the past, but I'm talking modern day. But people could be listening to this anytime. Yeah, so in the past then. They couldn't okay. be listening to it any earlier than now. They could be what is happening i don't know we've fallen apart this what, is 40 bad. minutes into the intro it's really bad 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 content really anyway shit. go on what were you yeah, saying so so not now people in the past will watch trailers won't they yeah. sometimes not you necessarily not me. or me but some no. people do trailer or i barely never before they watch a film because they want to they want to get the vibe yeah but years ago people would have had a dvd collection with like 50 dvds and they would have still wanted to know whether they wanted to watch that film or not why so they, they might have put bought... it in, watch the trailer, and then go. Now they fancy that tonight. Take it out and put another one in. Why would they have bought it if they didn't know they wanted to watch it? Or well, maybe, maybe he like borrowed a, a pile of DVDs off your mate or something, and he's like, "Oh, here's a few. You've not. Oh yeah, I've not seen any of these. So I'll take them and uh, see which one we want to watch tonight." Well, I guess so. That must happen or I have happened. So. so very much in the past, then not now. Well, it might happen now. But what I meant now was people watch trailers on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And they might watch two or three and then decide the one they want to watch. And people still probably did that back then if there was a trailer on the DVD, which there is. And that's why it's going to be a great prize for someone in the future or yeah. maybe the past. So maybe the past. Yeah. Okay. Good point. So there's a fucking trailer on here. Um, what else have they got? Oh, yeah. So so there's play. Obviously, there's the play, which is the main one, isn't it? That's yeah. the frequented one. And actually, you don't need that. You don't it's need gonna it. Do it anyway. auto plays. No matter what the fuck you're trying to do. If you're trying to intro a podcast, it will play. Then there's scenes, in case you want to go back to a specific scene. Yeah. Okay? Then there's trailer. We've discussed that one. Then there's languages, right? We've already done this, but you click on languages again, right? And <laughs> 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 Netherlands is gone. It's now just English and Castellano. Yeah. So if you want to actually watch it in Netherlands, you can't. They were trying to impress, impress the viewer, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I speak three languages. Yeah. And then actually when it comes down to it, they don't. They speak two. Yeah. And Castellano, I'm not I'm still unsure of what language that is. But so then then you look, right, on the back of the D V D box, and instead of all that it says English, Spanish and Dutch. So why does it think why does it go, Oh, let's be special and call it Castellano and Netherlands? Because I guess if you only spoke Castellano, you wouldn't know what Spanish meant necessarily. does that mean something you think it does it does <laughs> but how would you have known what languages meant why would you have bought a copy of hard rain <laughs> i will only watch this if it's in castellano um well, i think you've sold it to be honest i mean you know competi- look out for the competition because that that dvd could be yours it could be yours Have you ever wanted to buy a DVD and then watch the trailer of that DVD before you watch the DVD? And then when you watch the DVD, you want to watch in three languages. But actually, when you click on the language button, there's only two. And you actually only wanted those two because you didn't like Dutch anyway. Well, now you can. Written by an AI. Brilliant. Look at that. We wrapped everything up. Um, Good. Right. So what else do we normally do in the intro? They're really succinct. Yeah. I mean, it's only been, yeah. It's really not been long enough for an intro. We've got to try and stretch it out a bit. Yeah, it's been 45 minutes. good. All right. Better just. we should probably stop saying how many minutes it's been because we're going to cut it, it down continuity and gonna, errors. Yeah, yeah rubbish, hate them L- rules, rules of the pod you got them written down Let's rules of engagement, it. whip but, yeah. through them, quick right, so rule one is one death per scene, i.e. plot armour number two, same luck as the hero, number three we abide by the rules of the universe but we try to avoid supernatural and things, and uh, number four reasonable progression Boom. Nice. Rules. Done. drop. Pick it back up, and then I'll do this last bit, which is the movie synopsis. Yeah. The partner and nephew of an armored truck driver tries to prevent $3 million from being taken by a gang during a catastrophic flooding caused by a severe storm. This is Hard Rain.
1: As the movie begins, we pan across a small American town that is experiencing a
0: heavy rainstorm. Is that CGI? i don't know it's weird isn't it because that i wondered if it was water or yeah or it was like rendered in some way because the wheels weren't yeah, like touching the ground properly that's really weird but also the soundtrack banging yeah so it's great. great i reckon you could have a sick rap over the top of that <laughs> it's like a gambino-esque i reckon i can see why they didn't for this but mm-hmm. you know goes hard like water
1: <laughs> oh, like rain
0: oh yeah that's what i meant to say <laughs> <laughs> no, no. you were thinking of hard water yeah, like it it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're up to like their ankles in water so yeah. it's just going up slightly higher than the, the bottom of the tyres yeah but it looked like it transitioned from CGI to not CGI maybe it didn't or maybe it was models or something it'd be difficult to actually flood a city <laughs> <whenever> <laughs> yeah they're... I mean this is the DVD so we've got all the behind the scenes oh, features God. in three do. languages yeah <laughs> <laughs> in castellan or Nederlander? yeah god the big three except we don't have Nederlander. no netherlander's a fake one but at fake least image. yeah fake <laughs> lander while attempting to change the sound
1: settings jacob accidentally presses a mysterious button on the tv remote
0: i looked up you probably know this i looked it up recently about tv like the sound
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when the sound is really too loud but the talking is really quiet mm-hmm. And there's like a mode that a lot of TVs have on yeah. as default. And if you yeah. change it, it just it fixes the problem. Yeah. Is that something with this? Because that talking was so quiet then you had to turn it up. But obviously, before the music was really normal volume. I can't remember what it is. It's like cinematic mode or something like that, isn't it? I don't know where the settings button is on here. There's one that just says free. Look. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, boy. Oh, free movies. Oh, my God. Elvis and Annabelle? What are these <laughs> fake films? <laughs> oh, no, Love After Love. That's Chris O'Dowd. Oh, I can see that. And what's her name? Andy McDowell. Is that Andy? Yeah, McDowell? that's Andy McDowell. And, and that's buddy Margot Robbie. That's... what's Submerged? That looks a bit like the one we're about to watch. Maybe we can do a double header. Free? I imagine there's a button on the remote that says free, and you actually get free movies. I just assumed it would be a virus or something. <laughs> Why did you bang it on I didn't mean to. <laughs> It's like a Frank from House of Cards the knock thing. Ms. Barnes. No, I didn't want to watch the movie. I just wanted to know what Too it late. was. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Submerged now. The free buttons disappeared. Okay. Oh, there you go. A young woman and her friends. Oh, God, hold on. Season one. Hold on. It's not a movie. <laughs> it's the first episode of a series. We want to do a series. One season, one episode. So like a film. No. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> it won't let me leave. Pluto TV. I think they could sponsor us. Pluto TV, if you're listening, you may not be a planet anymore, but you could be a sponsor. Thousands of movies available at the click of a button for free. Well, you're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> this it... is Vida, but it's also called something else, Pluto TV. Pluto and Vida. They need to sort the branding out. It's yeah. a bit inconsistent. But honestly, that's free That's free advertising for you, Pluto. These are all fake movies, though. Like, what's this some country for no men <laughs> they've got here? <laughs> oh, there's more on Plex? There's thousands, but there's actually nine. There's 10, and then there's eight on there. All right. So more than 17 movies. Oh, look at these. <sighs> look at them. Sixteen blocks that, oh, that was actually on um I was looking at underrated action movies oh, really? that was on the list. Yeah. Okay. Tiger House, that looks good. The guy on the right, he's the guy uh from Fringe. Yeah. He also he reminds is. me of the guy from Kaiser Chiefs. Is that the right band? Kasabian. No. No? No. <laughs> I, no, the guy from Kasabian Not the guy now The guy that used to be In Kasabian Oh is it him Oh we're not To talk about him Are we Didn't he do some bad No he, he's in a, I think he's in a new band now Called like the guy From Kasabian oh, really Or something Unless that was just How they were advertising it I got one of those emails From like the Like music ticket people And it said The guy from Kasabian The guy that used to be In Kasabian But didn't he leave that band Because he was like Beating his wife or something Was he Or well, he needed so. to devote More of his time to that <laughs> That's the way you framed it.
1: (laughs) No. It's
0: not what I meant. I meant he was kicked out of the band because he was Guys, I just haven't got time to rehearse. (laughs) No, I'm thinking hold on, Kaiser Chiefs. Doesn't look like the guy from Kaiser Chiefs. Well we'll find out, won't we? Well I know I remember what he looks like. So do I. One of us is right. I think we're both wrong somehow. It's definitely not me, right? Because it, this is not the guy I thinking of... Let me see. Oh, no, hold on. Wait a second. Ricky Wilson. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky! Looks a little bit like him. Is is that who you meant? Yeah. It's not too late to change. It's not who I meant. Old no. No. Kasabian. Old Kasabian. Not Serge. Pizzorno. Oh, no. okay, yeah, no, not him. The, the guy who was in... Kazabian. Tom Megan. Yeah. Does he or does he not look more like the guy from Inescapable <laughs> than the guy who you said? They both look, they both look as much like this guy. <laughs> they, do. they do. This is great podcast content, oh, isn't it, for people that can't see? Yeah, absolutely. Did he beat someone up? Hold on, let me have a look. Uh, Tom Megan Battery, according to the BBC, so it might not be true. Uh, oh, no, it is true. He pleaded guilty. He assaulted his girlfriend. Oh, right. Well, we don't condone that behaviour, obviously. No, 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 no. And he does look a bit like this guy, so fun fact. What's Tiger House, then? I like the look of that one. I don't know, but this guy, he's not in a band called The Guy from Kasabian. He's just a solo artist now. So that must literally be how they were marketing it on this email that got through. It said The Guy from Kasabian, the guy used to be in Kasabian or something. Yeah. Which, you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want them to call you that, would you? Uh, I don't know. When you think of, like, um, like Tom York or... Um, yeah, but people know who he is. But not before like Radiohead. No, not before Radiohead, but so, after Radiohead, which yeah, is the same as him. Yeah, but you only know him because of his fame. And so anyone who didn't know... Oh, him from Radiohead or him from Kaiser Bayan, then I know it's perhaps Kasabian, by the way. Um, the, that the, the first bit, the first like two or three years after you leave the band, I think you do want to be associated so then they know who you are. Otherwise, you're starting from scratch. Mm. Tom Geigen, whatever his name is, I, I, I didn't know that was his name. No, I know I he's the guy from Kasabian. Mm. And so you know he's got a good voice. I think you need you need that at- attribution initially. What about Fife Dangerfield? I don't know what that is. Oh, there you go. Who, who or it. what is Fife Dangerfield? Well, he went solo. From what? Well, exactly. That's what I was trying to work oh, okay. out if you knew or not. Yeah, but no, I didn't even know anyone was called Fife anymore. Well, th- it might be made up. Fife Danger Mouse. Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> not on this again. <laughs> He's from the Gillamots, I think. <laughs> shit I'm on. not making it up. The that Gilamot. was a test, but if you don't know either of them, it doesn't work as a test. Who are the Gillamots? A band. Gillamot. Is it how it sounds? Oh, it's a bird. Does it have a gizzard? I don't know. Or any giblets? I can't see any giblets on this one. Guillemot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. band. Probably got that wrong now. It won't even be that. Guillemot. stylized Guillemot. Yeah, okay. Fife Dangerfield. Why do you know so much about this bloke? I don't. I know the name of the bloke and the band he was in. <laughs> so much more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. did, I wrote his Wikipedia. Fife Dangerfield. He yeah. did a cover of She's Always a Woman that went really popular. She's Always a Woman that went really popular. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Fallout <laughs> movie title. Okay. Yeah, the Guillemot's front man. All right. Well, i listen to... <laughs> you don't have to. No, no, I will. If he's your favourite... No, it's not really No, if he's your favourite... just a test of that, a whether test. it's better for them to know who you are or whether it... Yeah, but <laughs> if the band you're from is less popular than you are because you've done I'm Always a Woman in the back of the band. Guillemot's were quite big. Maybe you're too young for it. You wouldn't get it, all right? <laughs> 2004 is when the Gillamots became a band. Yeah. I was eight. Mm. Well, no, good. Well, I'm glad we've plugged the Gillamots For no reason. Yeah. Gillamots. if you want to write a... Or just Fife. If, if any part of you want to write us a say, jingle or, you know, a, a theme song, Feel free to. I don't know what kind of music you've got. I'll listen to it. Well, I know what Always Woman to me sounds like, but... I don't think it's the same as that. It's not the same? <laughs> well, either way, that's it. What will we do? Good. So are we watching any more of these amazing bollocks? free movies on Vida TV? Yeah. Owned by Playhook. What was it called? Pluto. Problem is it's not very strong brand. It's got Vida, that thing. But then when you went on something else, it was playvid.tv or something. Yeah. I think Vida is the platform, and then there are channels on it like Plex and Pluto and Kidoodle. Wow, all these channels, like Z Pranks TV, Lava, and Cooking Panda, all free. Funny face and Nutra Ventures. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we've got some options now. Kill plan. That looks good. Awful. <laughs> Get the job done with these free assassin movies. Don't sell me a dog. <laughs> <laughs> these are like fake films from Thirty Rock or something, aren't they? Yeah. All well, the ones that you're like in video games or movies, whatever. And yeah. You've got fake billboards. Very what is odd. that poster? The perfect teacher. Don't know. Is it Greg Kinnear? What's no, no. I don't think so. Some other bloke. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's been in it. But that looks good. Beyond suspicion. Is that what's his name? For yeah, the boys? Carl Urban. Yeah, he's a good bloke. And the guy behind him, someone as well. With the wizard's hat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be- I think it's a normal hat with, like, a light oh, behind yeah. him. <laughs> It looks like a crum- crumpled wizard hat. <laughs> I'll do the film under one condition. Siege. I am Siege Face. <laughs> oh, Resident. That's um, Hillary's wank and Jeffrey Jeffrey Morgan, Gene Dugan. Jeffrey Gene Dorgan, <laughs> Oh, Nick Cage. Oh, eye for Is that... John Travolta and Morgan Freeman yeah these aren't real films are they (laughs) they've been generated by an AI there's no such film (laughs) oh god what everyone is watching (laughs) (laughs) the third most popular thing on Plex is season eight of the Smurfs (laughs) Everyone's... Oh, everyone's watching it. <laughs> no, you seen any good TV lately? Yeah, yeah. It's season Steven eight. <laughs> oh, The Captive. That's good. That's Ryan Reynolds. Isn't it? I'm just dying that top nine, the ninth best thing on Plex is Even Stevens season three. Uh, the Smurfs being third <laughs> yeah. is more, more uh, weird. Yeah, the captive. It looks captive, like. Ryan Ryan I think I've seen it. I think it's quite good. Bullet to the head, Stallone. Fake. <laughs> that does not exist. <laughs> oh, the Chosen is recently added. That's why it's oh, so good. Oh, comedy Bang Bang. That's quite good. Who is that? Weird owl, isn't it? Or a woman? <laughs> it's one of the two. It's always one of the two. Lone Ranger, Robocop. Cop. Why'd you say that? Robocop. Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was in Netherlander <laughs> mode. You gotta turn me back over to English. Oh yeah, I feel sick. unsolved mysteries. Hey, that could be good for us. We could try and solve mysteries. I feel like true crime has been done for podcasts, though. It's like the main genre out there. Instead, we'll just scroll through weird platforms (laughs) live. Okay, well, I can't leave. I don't think I can leave. Okay, here we go. Anyway, what was I trying to do before I accidentally hit the free button? Um, We were talking about the settings, the sound settings. Yeah, okay. Well, there's no settings button, but there is a free button. There's no settings. A free platform full of fake films, but they haven't bothered with any settings. Late night, I think, is what you want. Just try it, see if it's any better. It's worse. <laughs> do not even hear it at all now. It's way worse. <laughs> and in a film that's going to be mostly like water whooshing along, yeah, we're not going to be able to hear anything, are we? sound. There's this setting where you can make the sound way worse if you'd like to. <laughs> Theater mm. mode makes everything a musical. <laughs> I'll try
1: speech. That's better. The main character, Tom, is ambushed by a gang of armed robbers. They kill his partner but he manages to escape with the money.
0: What? <laughs> 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 so he said... <clears throat> Pretty soon, the water will be too deep for him to run in, but it'll be deep enough for us. What does that mean? Just deep enough for us. Meaningless. Unless they've got, like, <laughs> those uh, weird scuba <laughs> uh, jet ski kind of things. Well, it didn't look like it, did it? Not from there, but maybe they did in the back of the van. I don't know. I just... so why didn't they use those initially, then? I don't understand. I don't know. But what do you have... Um, Given all of the things he was complaining about at the start, where he said he's got like a the shit hours and the three figure salary and whatever. Three figure salary? I'm guessing that was being hyperbolic. Nine hundred and ninety-nine pounds a year. Didn't he say single figure? I thought he said three figure. As in like less than ten grand a year. How is that single figure? Like nine thousand. That's four figures. Single figure would be nine (laughs) pounds. Yeah, but like if you're talking about it in thousands, though, like you would for a salary, you go earn 40k a year or whatever, or in a dollar's mode, I don't know, 60k. If you're earning yeah, you say... 10 grand, you'd go, single. Oh, it's a single-figure salary. No, because you say if you're earning a five-figure or a six-figure salary. Yeah, that's true. You do say that. But you only say it for six-figure, though, don't you? You oh, say yeah. five-figure and six-figure, I think, and seven-figure. You but say what, But why five. would you say, I'm earning a five-figure salary? Because it could be 10 grand, which is nothing. Maybe you say, I'm not earning a five-figure anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulations. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that bit doesn't matter. No, the, the point was, um, if you're complaining about your job that much, would you put your life on the line to protect the money? Or would you just leave it there and maybe drag your mate who's been killed away? I did wonder about that bit. Instead of the money. Yeah, but, mate, but then, as they just said there, like, he's doing it to keep himself valuable. Yeah, but if they are only in it for the money, would would they run after him? Well, they wouldn't want to leave witnesses, I suppose. They didn't see him, though. They they knew, like, from the... the yeah, that's spotlight. true. Or maybe he thinks it's going to get him big promotion, or... Yeah, but would he be worth it? I don't, I don't know. We don't know anything about this character. Maybe he's... Maybe he is a, a bad, bad guy. guy. Maybe. But I was right. They <laughs> did show them... In a good light, initially, the bad guys were the good guys for a split second. Full of twists, isn't it, this one? Twists that I see coming. Mm. Honestly, I'm, I'm such a movie connoisseur now that uh, movies don't phase me. I might be done. This might be my <laughs> last episode. <laughs> I've completed films. Yeah, I have.
1: Tom is mistaken for a looter and is put in jail. The water level continues to rise and he is
0: eventually rescued in the nick of time. I think it might be worth pouring it there. Mm. Um so he he had a moment of of genius and unscrewed and the flashlight and made used it as a snorkel kind of thing. Oh, I don't think I'd have done that. No, I definitely wouldn't think to do that. I didn't even think you could do that with torches. i I think you'd unscrew the top bit normally off and then the flash the, the, the batteries go in there. I don't think it's normally a tube, is it? I don't think so. Unscrew the head. I mean, there was a but lot more. You can screw the head, and then it's like a tube with a bit at the bottom. Oh, I see what you mean. Or it's the other way around. It's not normally both. Well, assuming that is the design, like, yeah, we just wouldn't yeah. think to do it, no. I don't think. But also, if you put that tube through the hole and then you've got to blow all the water out of it to then use it, yeah, that's not possible. I think he just did it in time, I think. Okay. Because he was still, he still had a bit of space. I think he just did it. I guess if you pushed it high enough up, that yeah, it was above the water, and then put your mouth around <laughs> it, and then did that. That might be okay because it yeah. was just a bit of water, wasn't it? Yeah. But no, it was pretty quick thinking. But again, exceptionally lucky that she was. Oh like, yeah. Oh, I'll go back and save him, and definitely go yeah. in through the roof and know exactly which yeah way to take off. Like, yeah, take off the like top of a light fixture to get in. Like, is that what happens? Uh. How would she know? the layout of it so well and everything. I don't know. It's just weird. To be fair, she is a stained glass window manufacturer, so she would know that. Yeah. And she's so passionate about stained glass windows that yeah. she'll risk her life yeah. in a flooding town to try and save them. You would, I think. Uh, but I think that's probably a death, right? Yes. I'm saying it's a death, a drowning. Is there anything in the build up to this? Cause I don't think there has been, which is why we haven't paused it. Is there anything that you'd have done? differently or you don't think you made it out in any of the parts like the 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 jet ski bit in the school maybe i think riding the jet ski in such a narrow area would have been more difficult yeah i think so too but actually they weren't very good at it either no so you might get away with that and also he doesn't ride it around for that long i think you could have i think there's another way out of that school um and I think you could have escaped another way and just swam off. Cause if it's just you, you can go under the water and hide and things. I, th- I think you could do it in a better way than he did it anyway. Yeah. So I think, I think... we'd have made it out just I... a different way. The one thing I'll say about that is he'd been running through the water for a long yeah, time. Knack and like that knackers you out, doesn't it? And as we can see from that, there's no cool way of running through deep water no. either. You end up having to flick your legs out and run in that like weird little way that just doesn't look good. But that's kind of how I run anyway. Oh, right. Well, you'd be fine. Yeah. There. You'd have just left the town running <laughs> that way. Full sprint, but legs displayed. Yeah. Credits roll. That's it. Yeah. So I think he was probably partly like knackered and was like, I'm not running yeah. through this water. Or maybe he could have swum through it, like you said, but I'm not that good a swimmer either, to be honest no i think if you had to though you'd be all right yeah i think so you know when people do like triathlon and stuff and they i don't know how far it is but they swim loads and it's like kilometers like how do people do that i don't know it's really far i'm knackered from like one length a width actually probably yeah i mean i could do a few lengths but it's normally like i don't know i'm just not you have, you'd have to you have to train for it, and I don't think. I mean, this guy hasn't clearly swum that much in this movie yet. But you, if you're going to do length, like proper lengths, then you have to really train for it, don't you? Yeah, I'm not sure that the fail safe for like the flood management system should just be one guy who regularly has long toilet breaks. Is he the fail management, or is he just the guy that opens the things? Well, he's supposed to, isn't he? Yeah. But obviously he was on the toilet so long that he missed the window to do the yeah. next one, and so yeah. it flooded more. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like that should be happening. No. No, agreed. A place that's quite clearly very prone to flooding, you'd have a number of things in place. Yeah, contingencies, yeah. Contingencies, disaster recovery kind of plan in place. So, yeah, we'd probably have got away with the school bit. Even if we maybe didn't do it quite the same. Mm. And then, yeah, we wouldn't have thought to. I mean, the only thing there is that she was coming to save you. So let's say we get the same luck, Mm. is that you could potentially hold your breath for long enough, but you didn't know she was coming until the lid bit was lifted off, at which point you might then go, right, I'll hold my breath here until she comes. Till she gets, better. yeah, you would hold your breath for as long as you possibly could, wouldn't yeah. you? And I think maybe. Imagine <laughs> no, that just die instantly. Yeah. Like, no, give up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so maybe we could have made it out, but I, I feel like it's probably a death. Yeah, I it's think quick so. thinking to, to su- for him to survive that long. I, I don't. I mean, you can hold your breath for like at least a minute and a half underwater or so, can't you? Yeah. If you really need to. What happens then? Let's say you do that. Let's say that's the longest you can hold your breath for. Do you just start, like, ingesting water? Yeah, I think so. Or breathing it into your lungs, I suppose. Yeah. I think your body just makes you breathe. Yeah. you breathe water in. Yeah. That's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Probably Although better. people say, and I don't know in what capacity this is true, that, I don't know who says yeah, this either. Yeah, I was going to say, who, yeah. does, who knows this? That drowning is supposed to be... Once the water's in your lungs, it's supposed to be a relatively peaceful way to go. But I don't know how true that is or how you could possibly validate it. <laughs> That's so funny saying so it's a peaceful way to go yeah. as if, like, it's an option, like Dignitas yeah. or something. Well, we'll just fill the lungs with water and then that'll be <laughs> it. It's much cheaper than the injection bit. <laughs> yeah, the injection clearly would be the best way of doing it. But I don't know. It must be a weird feeling having your lungs filled with water and yeah. not being able to breathe. It's just I don't know what that would be like. I suppose if we do make it big with this podcast we can try it out kill ourselves no no we'd have we'd have medics on hand that could just you know get us out of that situation yeah i was thinking that if we had the budget to do it like some of the some of the far-fetched things that people do like could you hook the desk drawer with your belt whilst it's floating around and and pull it along i mean definitely not but no i think you could to try you could you reckon yeah it's just MDF. Doesn't matter what it's made of. MDF mate. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it, it clearly was just floating, so you wouldn't have to do that much to pull it along, I don't think. No, I suppose. It was more the lack of hooking the specific bit of his belt. I think I could I could hook the specific bit of my belt on a table drawer. Don't show off. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, it's just one of my skills, I think.
1: I'm a pretty good hooker. Yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> you gotta leave a pause for laughs. Yeah, yeah. We've established this. Anyway, first death, 39 minutes, drowning. Drowning. Drowning, drowning yeah. in the prison uh in the jail cell. Um the old jailhouse. But what I would say about that is You'd get a huge payout, your family would, for that death. Yeah, yeah, big time. Being locked in a a prison and drowning because of it. Your family, if they loved you enough, would sue and get a load of money. Scant consolation, really. What would you rather have, me or, like, a mill? Yeah, fair point. That's what I'm saying. Fair point. That's what I'm saying.
1: Right, moving on. Tom gets into a fight with one of the gang members underwater, but he manages to escape into a house and the gang member is
0: electrocuted. Would you survive the water fight? I don't know, really. It's a bit of a mad move that he did where he, like, punched him through the water a bit. The underwater uppercut. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. No. So then what? You'd die? I mean, I think you'd be struggling. Even if you won the fight, I think you'd be struggling longer than he was. Yeah. In which case, you'd get electrocuted. Yeah, I think so. So I think I the think underwater fire is another death. I don't think there's any other way out of it either, is there? I don't know how much of the water would get electrocuted by that. I don't know how quickly it dissipates in a large body of water. Yeah, I don't know. You always see it on movies. It's, like, really fast, isn't it? Like, instant mm. conduction. But would it be? So the, the likely problem would be if you did get an electric shock, a con- constant electric shock, uh, your muscles wouldn't really work very well, so you'd probably drown rather than actually getting electrocuted. Mm. Um. So the short answer is probably yes, we would die if we were that close. Okay, I think we would then because I think a battle with that guy in the water, it would take a lot of energy out of you that you haven't got much left of anyway. Yeah. Plus, he did that Falcon Punch move where he yeah. just swooped cool. out of the water and got him. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so death too. We'll that, yeah. Forty-five minutes we've never done this in the past where we've thought it was a death and then deleted the death but it would appear that the man who got electrocuted well received an electric shock in the water didn't die that's weird isn't it Hmm. and he's clearly been there for a bit of time so i suppose instead the question is if we did receive an electric shock what would then happen and I mean, if we ended up on the same trajectory as that man, we'd get picked up by the baddies and then maybe killed anyway. Yeah, I think that's probably, probably fair. Still a death. Yeah. Yeah. Let's leave it. I don't think backtrack, but maybe wouldn't have died from the mm. drowning electrocution bit. No, but they would have found us and got us. Yeah. All right. So that well, was, hard was hard rain. rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was in a yeah, way yeah. it was it was hard to get through yeah it was yeah. so hard to get, yeah I mean that's a review really in a few words but other than that thoughts it was actually alright to be fair it was a decent movie, uh, it just wasn't the movie for us for this podcast really no, it was promising at the beginning and mm-hmm. I did enjoy the premise up to a point and then I just got more bored than anything um yeah I <sighs> I think initially we picked it because the trailer made it seem like one of those nineties action movies because they were like, they were really pumping it up and they had the like the jet ski thing. Yeah. And it just looked like it was going to be all out fun. And, but actually it was, it was actually a decent movie, which meant it wasn't that good for us. Um, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't watch it again. Bit of a shame. I've bought it. <laughs> Never mind. At four times market price. Yes, yeah. yeah um but yeah so yeah in terms of it for this it was a bad movie because we again it was around the same mark with 39 minutes was the first death yeah um which is about right but then we only died twice and that second one was 50 50 really yeah we decided we might wreck on it but actually yeah wouldn't do because of the, in the spirit of the game not do that yeah um so yeah, only two deaths and both quite close to each other. And then it just kind of petered out towards the end. But there was a lot, it was like gunfights and stuff wasn't there. And lots of people double crossing each other and nearly yeah. drowning and stuff, but it was all like nearly or not, yeah. not very good accuracy and stuff that we would probably get away with. And so we're okay. Yeah. There was a lot of just shooting across bits of water and no one was that good a shot really. Um, so yeah, not, not a lot to say about that. um, I think we discussed most of it in the actual main bit. Yeah, number of deaths, two deaths, which puts it quite low on the list. But as you said, same sort of time as a lot of them start being. Mm. So we've moved on from, from hard rain. Um, I did want to talk about something, which was I noticed this week a article in the newspaper Is it about us. It's not, but it oh. could relate to us. Okay. So this says, future of theatre of small convenience in doubt. So this is the um, local to us in Malvern is a theatre called the Theatre of Small Convenience, which is a, a think It doesn't actually say it in the article, but I seem to remember it said something like it was the world's smallest theatre mm-hmm. or the world's smallest something. I should probably look that up. Let me have a look. Theatre of Small Convenience temporary closed oh it's got a wiki it's got its own wikipedia page yeah it would do it's it's world renowned well that's what i was trying to check so it says in 2002 it entered the guinness book of world records as the smallest commercial theater seating up to 12 people now why that's relevant to us is because we have nowhere near that many fans no and so i'd love to have more than 10 fans double digits yeah wow that's making it so what if we could somehow get hold of this place and, and do something there, a live, a live podcasting. Yes. And, well, could it be the world's smallest podcast venue? Is it still the world's – I know it's not open functioning anymore, but did something overtake it as the world's smallest? That's a good thing, actually, because it did say – because that was 2002 – yeah, two thousand and two, world's smallest commercial theatre, seating up to twelve people, less than half the size of the previous record holder, the Piccolo Theatre in Hamburg, Germany. And then it said the theatre looked like it might close in twenty seventeen when Dennis Neal retired. Dennis Nielsen. Dennis Neal. Dennis uh, has Dennis Neal's son take it over, taken it over. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> Is that why Maybe it's now in disrepair? <laughs> Who is Dennis Nielsen, the serial killer? Right, well maybe... <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's causing a few problems. He's a serial um, killer and theatre proprietor. Mm. So yeah, I don't know actually. It doesn't say whether it's been overtaken by anything else. It used to regularly host puppetry, <laughs> professional and amateur actors, drama, poetry, storytelling, and opera. And became a regular venue of the Malvern Fringe. So yeah, maybe we could maybe we could first of all use it for a live podcasting recording yes. yeah, up to 12 tickets available mm-hmm. and try and get the world record smallest ever podcast venue. Is that, is that a world record? Just Google that. Uh, worlds. What am I doing? Well, it's a po- podcast venue. Well, exactly. But that's up to them to define, isn't it? Not us. It's kind of up to us as well. <laughs> Just ring them up and go, you tell me. <laughs> so that's not how this works. Yeah, world's shortest podcast. <laughs> that, just can't- that can't be something, can it? That's on Spotify. Podcast show live. Podcast show. So let's let's see if we can contact them. Then the, the Guinness people. What? Well, call them now. We can. If they're in the office. <laughs> if world. you work for guinness on a friday afternoon you aren't working past <laughs> five are you let's face it <laughs> like, is it the same oh it is no it is it is guinness isn't it yeah yeah i remember th- i remember hearing something about it about why it was created i can't remember now just a marketing thing i think it was, uh, it was something to do with increasing sales of guinness yeah because you've got like Michelin guide for restaurants yeah. which was like michelin tires take you driving around the country or whatever yeah. and so yeah you'd visit different places so i don't know what quite what the link is but so guinness world records submit i mean how do you well how do you ask them apply to set or break a record We're kind of doing this backwards should we not contact the council first and see if we can get the venue but then Good luck contacting the council <laughs> bloody Friday after five, mate. They'll be up with a bloody Guinness lot. No, if, they, if you bloody work in the council and you're still there past five on a Friday, then you're not doing it right. Eh? Yeah, better luck filling in the pothole outside of my house, mate. <laughs> come on now. Where did that voice come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we kind of need to do the two things in parallel, really. Apply to set or break a record. Let's do that we want to set a record for something that we don't currently own yet yeah they'll be like oh do you own the venue not yet get off my back (laughs) i've been really busy get off my back you chode (laughs) it's so busy lately why are you being like this (laughs) you rang us sir (laughs) this is a really upsetting conversation actually Oh God! You like Guinness that much? <laughs> we offer a variety of application types for individuals and businesses. Take a look at the options below. Um, how to set or break a Guinness World Records title? I think we know the how. Do we? Yeah, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> buy it. <laughs> that's right. All the tea. <laughs> Imagine that someone comes around. What's that on the wall? Oh, that's the certificate for the world's tallest man. I bought it. I bet Tom Cruise has that. Yeah. If you're suggesting a new record idea, yeah. we recommend you spend some time searching our current records to see what may have already been achieved in your area of expertise. How do we do that? Every newly approved record idea has to be significantly different from existing records and demonstrate a completely new skill. Uh, oh, we're demonstrating so many skills, Guinness. Does it have to be skilled? Can we just search then? Will this come up with things? So Is it skilled to have like long fingernails? No, that's not the right word, is it? No. It's a feat, a novel... It can be on your hands. <laughs> it's a novel feat of some kind. Yeah. First podcast? First ever podcast consisted of an interview conducted by American TV and radio broadcaster, and then it cuts off. So not that important, we'll see. July 2003. 20 years ago. So that's it's around the right time then. We could buy this place, renovate it for July... And it's not, it's not yet April, so we've got time. And we could say for the 20th anniversary of podcasts. That's good. We've got the smallest venue. Wow. To show one off. We could do a comic retelling of that first podcast. Yeah. A bit like The Room. Wow. This is coming together, you see. Mm. This and that movie, the bootleg turkey movie. Yeah. TV, radio, TV and radio broadcaster Christopher Lydon with software developer Dave Weiner. Dave Weiner was one of the first people to maintain a blog on the internet and helped develop much of the enabling technology. Oh, is that why it's called, like, whining on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, <laughs> You know, like, keyboard warriors that, like, whine on the internet. No, I, I don't know. What? Do you, well, like, actually whining, like, you're like, Wee! Right. Yeah, could be. Is that where whining comes from? I do feel like that concept probably existed before the internet though. What whining on the internet existed before the internet? Yeah. Continuity error much. Although Christopher Lied on. (laughs) Lied on his CV. Nice. Maybe. Christopher Lied on. So don't trust him. So podcast comes from Pod, from, from iPod. Does it now? And cast from Broadcast. So how have they? Because podcast is like the ubiquitous, like universal term. Yeah. How did Apple not jump on the? Yeah, put an eye in front of there. The copyright on there straight away. That's crazy. That's a that's a rare L from Apple. Hmm. I've only got one. Um. Is that all the podcast ones. I think so. These are just news articles. Okay. So we want what smallest venue? Smallest pod? Smallest live podcast venue? Yeah. Which is which? It technically isn't a thing, is it? Because podcasts are done live in places like theatres and that, that are yes. whatever. But it, this would be... Specific. Specific for that. So you've got <clears throat> that tick in the box straight away. Mm. And it's definitely the smallest. Mm. Unless the world's smallest theatre was usurped by something else. Usurp's a good word. Suits so usurp. World's smallest theatre. Purpose, Purpose built. Yeah, see? But ours wasn't purpose-built. Well, it was a toilet. <laughs> what, does, what does built? What's built? You know? Could I just, like, take one brick out and then put it back in? Hello, Mr. Guinness. Could I take one brick out and put it back in? <laughs> what is the smallest UK theatre? Get Cozy in one of Britain's smallest theatres. Margate's Tom Thumb. 51 seats. Fucking massive. Pathetic. Yeah, that's crazy. Why, have they, why has everyone forgotten about the world's smallest theatre? The world's the theater of small convenience, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, it's clearly been shut down for a while. It didn't pan out that well. And that was before COVID. They can't blame COVID. It just shut Didn't it? Yeah. So are we like, is, would this work? Are we going to invest money in this? Are we going to rent it? Are we going to buy it? What are we going to do? Well, it's a one-off showpiece event, potentially, if they will allow us to rent it for one time. I see. Okay. And it's for the 20-year anniversary of podcasts. But then can we go into the book of world records as a one-time event if we don't own the thing? Maybe not. Maybe we need to know what the minimum amount of time is we need to have it for. Yeah, but the council would love that. It's a bit of publicity for Malvern. The world record again, another one. That's big business. And they're not doing anything with it. Well, no. I am confused by the article, to be honest, because it did in the thing, it says it's derelict, but it's owned by the district council. futures far from certain. It had been leased to the Warwick College Group. Um, yada, yada, yada. It seems like they don't know, but then so the it term, can be leased. Well, it was. as of 2021, it had some fire damage but they've made it safe and cleaned it up. Ah, the building has an EPC rating of G, which means we legally can't let it. EPC ratings are a review of a property's energy efficiency, and G is the lowest. Can't we just put some cladding or something? But it says here, suggesting there's plenty of work to do if the building is to be used as a theatre again, but I'm pretty sure you can have an F. I feel like we lived in an F house once. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> You might have. (laughs) I was not there. No, I didn't mean you, actually. I meant me. I've got a feeling maybe our current house is an F house. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean EPG F house. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. EPC. EPC. Which is what? What's EPG? Nothing. You've made that up. Cool. Oh, no. EPG Echo (laughs) Pardiogram. You're an idiot. (laughs) That's when you um, make a beat with someone's heartbeat for a song. Yeah, yeah. So what you need, I think what we need to do is go to the council with a proposal. We say, look, here's your problem. Can we actually go in person? Like separate real meeting, not, not some Zoom bullshit. Go in with suits. Yeah. With a proposal. One of those flip charts. A briefcase that falls open to reveal <laughs> that it's only got a roll of sellotape and a can of coke <laughs> and innit? A turkey sub. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my God, we're go turkey sub. Anyone subscribing is a turkey sub. Oh my god! these just. just they are so good, aren't they? They're actually yeah. so good. These. Yeah. We're finding out a lot today. We're developing I, a lot I, of ideas. I didn't know you ever lived in an F house. I know. Unbelievable. So when, what we need to do? Go to them with a proposal. First of all, your problem statement is that you can't let it. All that needs to change is the EPC rating needs to change. How do we do that? And we'll tell them how we do that. And it's probably just put is the it a fucking, listed building. Is that why they can't do the work on it? Is that why it's going to cost a lot of money? I doubt it. If it was opened in 1999 when it was a toilet block, what was it? listed toilet (laughs) block, was it? But it's got a a Guinness World Record now. We can't fill in that glory hole, I'm afraid. (laughs) It's a listed toilet block. That's why they did puppet shows. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Um. I was trying to think of a pun on Punch and Judy about something, but it didn't work. Punch and Poodie. (laughs) Punch and Poodie, yeah. Um, We will be reviewing our options in due course, it says. So, you know, they're just trying to work it out. I don't think it's a listed building. And actually, stuff like um, EPC rating, because we had this on our F house, right? (laughs) Well, it was i don't even want me to there's no other way of saying that <laughs> i think it's an f house or an e house but it was quite low anyway right but that was the last time they rated it and they have actually since then they put a new boiler in yeah i mean this place will a boiler they changed the front door to a new one that was more and like um insulating to a brand new door and they changed some of the light bulbs to like energy efficient light bulbs or whatever the latest type are. And they said, with those changes, it's going to shoot up to like a C or something. Is that easy? Yeah. So we could whack a new door on there because that door looks like it's got a load of windows in it. doesn't look double glazed necessarily. No. that's You're going to let most of your air out of that. So we need to just basically work out what we've got to do, what it would cost, come to them with a proposal and say, look, we're going to fix this place up for you. But the, we then want first dibs on renting it, and we want that at a reasonable cut price deal. We're a podcast with no revenue, and we will give you ten percent of that. Can the council? I know you have got no revenue, but can you pay the council for that sort of thing? I don't know. I don't know how councils work, but we're gonna have a we're gonna start a dialogue. Yeah, and we're gonna go in there. All right, and we're gonna get it, and then we're gonna do it, and it's gonna be great. I'm in. Cool so it says it's the who is it malvern hills district council there must be a contact us thing right okay but anyway there's something there so look out for that tickets for our live show in june or whenever it was exciting july July. wow that is exciting we just need to build a following and then we're there yeah we just need to improve the energy efficiency rating of a building that we don't own or have any legal yeah but Recourse to use. That's all. Write a easy. show that we can do in a yeah. place like that to no fans for no money. And you don't have to write a show. Podcasts are all live, baby. You don't have to. We don't write any of this shit. Also, I thought it was going to be a parody of the very first ever podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to have to write a show. That's easy to do. We don't have full time jobs. Also, once we've done that, yeah. could you imagine, though, if we didn't sell it out? But if <laughs> we sell it out, then we can say we are pod, boot, Bootleg Turkey, you know, from their sellout tour. Yes. How many shows do you have to do for it to be a tour? Again, there'll be some legalese kind of, you know, precedent that we can look at there. Yeah. Surely it can't be a tour if you only do one place. You have to technically go on tour, but when what we could constitutes hire a tour? A bus. The sm- world's smallest tour. So we do one, one night there, one night at Wilco or whatever's down the road. One night in my basement. Yeah. Um, yeah. What constitutes a tour? I don't know, but one night only. Yeah, one night only. Can you have Set a tour one night only? Because we could, even even if we didn't get 12 fans, we could get 12 people. We could have someone dressed up as a, as a knight, like of the round table. Why? Because it's one night only. <laughs> so it's a 12-seater venue, but there's one night only. So there's actually 11 seats. <laughs> you don't want to be sat next to him because his armour takes up loads of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be rough, wouldn't mm, it? be digging into you and stuff. Yeah. What other puns are there that we could do around tours and things? Yeah. It's a sellout tour. Yeah, I was going to say sellout. Like... We just sell. We're just completely head to toe covered in like Nike yeah. or something. Like, like, like that. a Formula One driver. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> loads of sponsorships. All these fake sponsorships yeah. off here Pluto Vida. TV and Vida. How can oh we could get Vida to sponsor us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't be doing much. No. Especially once we've got the backing of Malvern Hills District Council, like that's big, isn't it? Mm. I don't think you can brand yourself as that though. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by the Malvern Hills District Council, yeah, and you can. I don't know. Guinness World Guinness World Record worthy, yeah, yeah. Even if we don't win it, that we can say we should. We could win say it. Guinness Booker World Records contenders, yeah. Or we could do, we could get like. Um, so not Guinness, but we could get like a local brewery, for example, get them to make a book of world records, and then we put ours in there. Yeah. And that's it. The A world record for the smallest ever book of world records. It's just that it's one record one. in it. It's a book of one. Yeah. Do you know what? We've come up with so much good stuff here. It's a shame most of it's going to get cut. Yeah. <laughs> but not but cut from our minds. And we that's could have hollow, matters. Hollow's End. Brewery. Hollows End Brewery Book of World Records. Record. Book of World record <laughs> World Record, because it's a podcast. Fuck! That's so good. It fucking writes itself. Oh nearly snuck this pen in half then. <laughs> Glad I didn't. <laughs> um, we, we don't have a we don't get have a second for pen, pen <laughs> this. So please don't snap <laughs> our pen. We're living in an F-rated house. Please <laughs> don't <laughs> snap our pen yeah um yeah book of world record record would you be able to say world record Or would you have to say like something else because it's technically not a world record but we could or like world like a very small word below it that like qualifies it do you know what i mean so that it's like technically you're getting away with it but it's in such small print that it just it's looks like fake. it's underlined fake world record parody law that's the thing yeah (laughs) just say parody law yeah fine book of worlds uh what makes it oh what about a different world what about a different planet we're not on it pluto that's not a full circle oh no but that's perfect because we're not a real world record but but because it's a it's not a not world so it's a what what is dwarf a planet's not a world so they have to have life on them to be a world what's the definition of a world definition of a world woman world war, world <laughs> right the earth together with all of its countries and peoples is there only one world i don't know i thought no because you talk about other other worlds outer worlds Elseworld. the many worlds theory another planet like the earth the possibility of life on other worlds right so what's the nearest like planet that's like earth that they think could have life but they haven't proved proven it yet there's one, isn't there? Miles away. Mm-hmm. A few, at least. A couple of miles away. Yeah. We? Yeah, just down the road, but yeah. Yeah. We don't have to go there. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. I could tell you or are getting... Yeah, I was yeah. worried about that because we're going to have to ask for a lot more money from the district <sighs> council. The laundry and <clears throat> my suitcase out the loft. Awesome, I'll figure out cryo-freeze. Oh. It's a long week. So, yeah, do you have to have, uh, you have to have been there to write a world record book for a different planet. I think this might be the only (laughs) time this conversation has ever happened. Yeah. On our world. So that's a world record in itself as well. Come on. Um, World record for most consecutive drivel. So I think we need to write an agenda Mm -hmm. and have a conversation with a representative from Guinness. Send the agenda. Wait, Guinness are involved now, are they? Well, we need to find out. They are clearly the SME with regards to world records. So they must know. Yeah, they must. So wait, are we doing a real world record? No, but we need to know what a real world is. But they don't define what a world is, do they? They're not like the arbiter of all things. They're just, they are. They're just records. They use nitrogen in their drinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. Um... Do you know, there was, there was a Pepsi... At one point or another, it might still be around. Yeah, you still got Pepsi. Interesting. Mm. (laughs) 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 There was a Pepsi at one point or another that had nitrogen instead of carbonation. Yeah, Nitro Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi. That was it. Not Pepsi Nitro. was on? To be honest, there's a few definitions of of world, but I think another planet like the Earth is a definition of world. Yeah. So you could say it's world. It's world record. You can say it's a world record for this other planet. No, because they've never done it, they? it. You don't have no. to be on that planet necessarily. Do no, you? but you just yeah. know for a fact that they've never done it because Brian Cox said so or whatever. But he didn't say that. But he would have said it. If I think been. I remember that Graham Norton interview where, <laughs> where he said, "On any other world, do the voice <laughs> <laughs> on any other world." Can you get up a video of him? Because I need to to know what his voice sounds like. Brian Cox. Not that one. Fuck
1: off!
0: (laughs) (laughs) It must have been done as a parody thing, like swapping the two Brian Coxes. Surely. Right. (laughs) Right. What was I saying? It's quite a soft voice. Yeah, it's very soft like that. Before the Big Bang. No, then. So after the Big Bang... A hot dense face they were a planet Done. miles away from the <laughs> earth. What were we getting to say again? Um, world record for the smallest ever podcasting live podcasting venue. and Graham Norton. It's an interesting question, actually. <laughs> <Graham>. <laughs> um, I'll be Graham Norton, shall I? Yeah, right. So, you are there, right? Okay, <laughs> so, right, okay, you're flapping arms. So, right, okay, so you're there, Brian Cox, Brian. <laughs> Brian, tell me about it. Brian, there no, Brian. Well, it's an interesting question, actually. And really, to think about the world, you need to think of things that are like the Earth. Now, the closest thing to the Earth that's like the Earth is... Can you just Google what the closest to yeah. the is? Proxima Centauri B. Proxima Centauri B. Okay. All right. Do you want to do the sketch again? Right. Okay. So... Right, Brian Cox, thanks for coming along. I think I'm Graham Norton, but I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> do you want to watch a video of Graham Norton? Just yeah, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> but it's hard. It should be easy, but I can't... I've not had enough... I've not listened to it enough. No. Um... Let's just do it like this. Okay, doesn't matter. No, is this it. is fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten how. Um... <clears throat> What's his name? Ch- Chris, Chris Cox. <laughs> What's his name? Charlie Cox. Chris Martin. What's his name? Brian Cox. Bra- fuck yeah, Brian Cox. Okay. Hi there. I'm Graham Norton. <laughs> <Roy. laughs> I wish you could see his hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> the pen down. but i want to, want pen down. <laughs> hi there i'm graham norton welcome to the graham norton show today my guests are going to be brian cox charlie cox and chris martin doing the song because they always have a song with graham norton so first of all brian cox you're going to tell us about a world record aren't you a different planet aren't you on the planet that's not this planet aren't you brian cox <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, that's a very interesting question, actually, Graham. And really, for something to be called a world, it needs to be Earth-like. Now, the closest Earth-like planet to Earth is Proxima Centauri b, which is located just four light years away from Earth, making it the closest known exoplanet. Now, for it to be a world record, it needs to be very much like Earth. So strictly speaking, you don't need to go to that planet to be a world record holder. That's great. Brian Cox, that's a great thing you've said there. That's great. Really like that. So what is actually the world record that's there now? Oh, we've got what what are we doing now? Well are we doing the this yeah podcast? The, the podcast theatre thing, whatever it was, okay. that's on that planet now. So, strictly speaking, the arbiter for world record holders is Guinness. Now, <laughs> <laughs> you have lost it completely. You said, I wish you could see his hands. I wish you could see everything that you're doing right now. <laughs> Your eyes are closed for some reason. <laughs> well, that's part of it. They're really close to the microphone now too well, far you, said the was, you couldn't hear me the other way well i wasn't sure if you could be heard or not to be honest but all right well anyway they get the point right yeah so i mean yeah. that's so we heard him on that was the point wasn't it we yeah. heard charlie cox on <laughs> graham norton saying that you don't have to be on that planet to hold a world record on that planet it's just it needs to be earth like yeah, and that's what he said that, yeah. He? yeah 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 yeah, I think it's a technicality. Really. yeah so, so it's one of them things where you know nobody could argue with it. It is a it's a world record. No, because that's what you're saying, is it? You're saying that that is the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, world with an asterisk for that world. Yeah, and it's their book of records that they're holding. It doesn't necessarily have to be things that have happened on that planet. No, that's just the body that's represented by that. Book, yeah, that because publication on that planet. They've never had a podcast studio at all. No. So ours is the biggest and the smallest, but we're going to go with the smallest. We'll go with the smallest, I think, yeah. Because um, then we say, you know, Guinness, maybe not Guinness, Hollows End Book of World Asterisk Asterix. Records, and then down the bottom of the page says Proxima Century B, and then you open it up, it's one page, and it's us with the smallest live podcast venue. And maybe the rest of the book could be like a notebook. You can you know, put your shopping list in there. Yeah, right? that'd be good. 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 That's, that's sorted there then. So we should probably talk about the next movie we're going to do. <laughs> Shouldn't we? Should we talk about what we're going to do in the next movie? Because <laughs> this is the end of series one, as I think we've mentioned. So we're going to kick off series two with a big one, aren't we? Yeah. And I know what you might be thinking. How are you already ending season one? It's been maybe a year. Of us recording these i think but probably we maybe the first one was three months ago something like that yeah yeah but we're british and we here do six episodes yeah just what we do get used to it but it's six quality episodes barring maybe the first three and maybe some of the others so we make six good episodes we'll probably do two or three seasons max do the ricky gervais and then leave and do something else more depressing brilliant oh that sounds great so yeah, this is the end of the series. Hope you've enjoyed some bits of it, even if not all of it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to kick off yes. series two, season two, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode one with a cracker. It's Indesit D1FM16B1 one si- one fully integrated dishwasher review mm. by What Mummy Thinks <coughs> on YouTube. So that's what we're doing. One reviewer actually described this movie as very poor quality video. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Described it as very poor quality video, can't see what you're talking about. <laughs> to which a Kalashnikov 96 replied, a dishwasher. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, you know, based on the title alone and and some of what Mummy thinks is previous oeuvre, which is of a really high quality. Oeuvre? Yeah. Never heard that word. No, we before. can do highbrow when we need to. No, but I don't know what that word means. Whoa. It's too highbrow for me. You see? Oeuvre? Is that like bring those bring those, bro- bring those brows back down, bro. Um, it's like, yeah, their previous work. Oeuvre. How do you spell it? O-U-E-V-R-E, maybe something like that. Is it French? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So some of, uh, uh, what mummy thinks is other stuff has been really good. I mean, Um, I, to be honest, when I'm making decisions about my life, first place I go, I think, you know, what mummy thinks. Yeah. W- W W M T D. What would what mummy thinks do? Yeah. two. that. Can you say T? No. Um, <laughs> T? Yes, please. And then, <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm mean, based on that single review alone. We know that's going to be great. So join us for that one. Follow us on Twitter, bootleg underscore turkey, and send in your questions, suggestions, comments, whatever it might be to our Gmail, turkey at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This has been Bootleg Turkey. And if you'd like to listen to any of the, our other oeuvre... Mm, nearly. Oeuvre? <laughs> what was it? Oeuvre. <laughs> oeuvre? No, what did it Oeuvre. You- I oeuvre, I think. If you would like to listen to any of the rest of our oeuvre, then please listen to episodes one to five. But we appreciate some of them... Uh, hot garbage in terms of audio quality and content so probably just join us next season with episode one with Indisit, that thing see you there cheers then bye it's good night from us and good night frau blucker